is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Lair. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. How you doing, Ray? How you doing, little buddy? <laughs> I'm beat up. I'm beat up, Dad. Dude, what are you so beat up for this week? What happened to you? Dude, I've just been busy, man. Just nonstop busy. Uh, I'm ready for bed what. right now. I'll tell you that. I'm ready for bed. I'll tell you what. Right now, my back is beat up. Why are we so old? Dude, I was just talking about this with somebody the other day, and it is starting to get me. I don't know if I'm just starting to get too out of shape because I haven't been hitting the gym a lot or what, man. But um, pushing 40 in it is not going good for the comic book dad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's been rough, man. And uh, I've been trying to learn a new program for work and I've been staying up just, you know me, dude, when I get into it and I want to learn, like I can't shut my brain off. So I'm like, it's 2 a.m. And I'm like, dude, I need to sleep. And then the next day I'm like, well, I'm not staying up till 2 a.m. tonight. And then it's 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, whoo. So I'm ready for, for bed, bro. Dude, I'll tell you what. I don't know what I did to hurt my back so bad, but I'm doing everything in my... In, Anything and everything I can think of to recover. I'm icing it up. I'm heating it up. I'm shocking it up with this little shock unit I have, like for, at a chiropractor, you know? Which, which one do you have? I have one of those power dots. It's pretty cool. I don't know. It's these little pads you put on like yeah. different areas and it just zit, zit, zaps yeah. you. I love that thing. So, dude, I've been zapping my back left and right. I went to the chiropractor. Dude, I even broke down and I bought one of those inversion tables we were chatting about a while ago. Are you hanging upside down? I've been hanging upside down all day. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the, you're the Batman now. And so I don't know what the deal is. I mean, it doesn't hurt like super bad. It's just really uncomfortable. So I don't know if it's a like muscle at this point because I got adjusted at the Cairo. So I should be pretty aligned up. Plus, I've been hanging upside down. So I think I might have strained a muscle or something, dude. Getting old. I can't even sneeze or laugh. It hurts. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you ever do one of those um, sensory deprivation tanks? Are you talking about like where it's pitch black and you're just in there floating around? Yeah. No, never. Never in a million years would I do that, bro. I would last 10 minutes and I would be just hating it. Would you freak out, you think? I don't know if I'd freak out. I would just be just losing my mind in there. Yeah. Like, what would you do? do? I I don't know. I'd be scared I was going to drown somehow. Like I'd accidentally roll over and next thing you know, I'm breathing in salt water. Are you talking? Wait, wait. We might be talking about something totally different. What are you What are you talking about? It's like uh, you get in there and it's like really salty water. So you float and then they cut, they close the dome. So it's all black and you're just floating in there in the black and you feel weightless. See, I thought you were talking about something way different. What else? It sounded like you knew what I was talking about. Well, you know, I thought you were talking about that thing. And somebody mentioned this at my work the other day. Um, over the off season, I think it was this Aaron year. Rogers goes into the cave. How he went into the dark room and he was just <laughs> yeah. like trying to last like three days in just pure darkness. That's what I thought you were talking about. Same sort of deal. And this one, you're just floating. I could so do you that. Feel I mean, I would just float around for like 10, 15 minutes, but I couldn't like sleep in a, be living in a, a dark room for days. <laughs> they say that those, uh, sensory deprivation tanks are supposed to be good for back pain. That's why I was asking. I'm going to look them up now. I'm going to be doing it if it is. Because with back pain, a lot of times they say it's stress related. And uh, I know you've been busy and you got a new job. And 
So check it out. It might, uh, might work for you. I don't know. I don't know if it, I mean, it could be stress related cause, related cause I haven't done nothing out of the ordinary. I don't even know. How I heard it. I just woke up one day and it was hurting. That's what yeah. I mean by I'm getting old. Yeah. Let me ask you another question. Yeah. Would you ever do acupuncture? Yeah. I would dabble in it. You would? Yeah. You get poked? I, I think I want to, I would try and I want to try those. I think we've talked about it too, where they do those little cup deals on your I've body. I've had the cupping. That's intensely crazy. So yeah, I would try those. If you ever do acupuncture, let me know. At this point, I'm desperate. I'll try anything to make my back feel better. I don't care what it is. I'll have someone if, stand on it and walk <laughs> on it. I don't, I'll do whatever it takes. Cause but dude, yeah. back pain is terrible. Like it affects everything oh. you do. I, know. I can't even laugh real hard without it like hurting, Ugh. tensing up. Silly. Yeah. Let me ask you another question. Keep them coming. Do you remember back in the day gaming, like uh, these little places you'd go, you play Counter Strike? I forget what they would be. Yeah, called. Land Centers. Land Centers. Love them. <laughs> <laughs> miss them. I miss them and I love them. I was just talking to a buddy at work about these things and man, I miss going to those bad boys. So I remember you were really good at Counter-Strike. I never got that good at it, but you took me to one of those once and it was fun. And I saw somebody posted a picture of of one of those today and was just like, this picture is legendary. And it just made me think about how you used to tear it up at Counter-Strike. Bro, there's still land centers down by you that are doing that? No, it was somebody posted like an old picture of himself from like years ago. It was just like... Cause those, that's like a dying breed. I wish it was a thing, but bro, everybody, like everybody has access now to like a Mm -hmm. decent computer and like decent internet, you know? So it's like, yeah. But when you had all those sweaty dudes in one room playing (laughs) Counter-Strike together, all you heard was frag out (laughs) and everybody's speakers were at a hundred. I will say like, you don't get the same, like, experience and environment and like social aspect of you know being at home even though like everybody's hooked up to the world wide web now you know and everyone's more mean when they're just talking to you over the internet you suck kyle you suck (laughs) very true but i miss those places i I don't know Uh, i'm sure there's still a few around but i remember like two they used to do like uh like a lock-in or something where it was like, yeah. hey, it's 30 bucks or 40 bucks a night and you're, we're, we're, you're coming in at eight, we're shutting the doors and you go home at 6 a.m. and we're going to get pizza. Like, and mm-hmm. it's like the worst pizza ever, but you're still loving it because you're yeah. just fragging all night. <laughs> they were fun, dude. We used to drive far to one too. It was like an hour drive, I thought. Yeah, I only remember going to it once or twice though. Yeah, it was a good time. But you were jamming that game. I loved it, dude. And a lot of people, what else did they play that was popular in there? Oh, wow. World of Warcraft was like yeah. another popular one that people would get down on. I dabbled in that for a little while, but. I remember you were playing that for a good clip. Bro, remember when I was got into that and then right after I got into Battlefield and I had the legit like jet cockpit and I was like flying jets around the living room? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do choppers i was your, a gamer what's your favorite game of all time that's tough because like i've had experiences with games that like with like for instance like Baldur's gate when that came out like that top down like dungeon like rpg game that you and i played 
Yeah. Like we like we love that game and we played it for like a week straight until we beat it. Like we were doing every dungeon and I I just remember that experience was so fun. It might not be like my like the best game I've ever played, but just the that experience I think it always like sticks in my brain when it comes to video games because yeah. that was fun, dude. That was I think one of the funnest times I've had playing. Same with like the old Halo games, like Halo 2, like all the land parties we used to have doing Halo 2, that was super fun. Um, but again, not, I don't know if that's necessarily my favorite game. It's just a bunch of fun experiences. I think with a bunch of people, cause the last of us, the first one was super, super oh good. Oh my gosh. Such a good game. Probably one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Tiger Woods. <laughs> Dude, remember when we used to play hot shot golf? Kidding. No, but I'm just thinking, remember when we played Tiger Woods and on the Xbox, I think it was the little white button was spin and I just oh, sit there like you'd be mashing it dude <laughs> trying to get that thing to spin at max dude so, i want to take you back to some time remember when we used to play nascar and we had the steering oh wheels, my bro? gosh dude <laughs> we were just driving left turn laps non-stop and we thought it was the coolest thing ever dude <laughs> <laughs> Like that game was terrible, but I don't know why we thought it was so cool, dude. Just doing 500 laps, doing a left turn, dude, nonstop. Oh my gosh. Why was that? We were addicted to that for a while, just setting up the steering wheels and just ripping it, dude. Letting it go. Um, Fallout comes to mind too. I had a lot of good time with like Fallout 3, Fallout 4. Those are always fun. I don't game as much anymore. I'll tell you that. Sometimes I try to dabble into it, and I just, I don't know, I, I, I'll have spurts. Yeah, me too. I heard the new Zelda game's rad, but every time I see somebody playing a video, like a video of them playing it, and everything that's involved, they're like building things, and I'm like, dude, no yeah. way, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to build see, anything. Sometimes games go, for me, like too far. Like, um, a couple years ago, that game, do you remember when Red Dead Redemption 2 came out? Yeah. And it was like this you're a cowboy and like dude it got to the point where like i didn't even like playing it because you had to like feed your horse you're brushing your horse you got to change your clothes if you go to a different environment if it's too cold you got to put on a jacket and i'm just like bro get this out of is here too much man like, like you're stressed it's like it's you're a game life. Inside, yeah it's like a game inside a game like i'm i don't want to change my clothes like if i go up on a high mountain and i'm chilly like I don't care about petting my horse and brushing his mane out. <laughs> so some of it just gets a little too wild. I mean, it's cool how far they've, you know, have come in games, but. Well, and then you probably got to like uh, in, in, in game purchase the brush oh, for your my horse's gosh. mane. Yeah, dude. If you want your horse to run fast, you better purchase this brush to brush his mane out. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing I think that kind of killed video games for me is all the, like, the game comes out half released and you got to buy everything else. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird, but I get it. Speaking of games, I got to I gotta tell you something. Lay it on me. And I want you to talk, uh, you might, uh, you might not, but I need to get talked down off the ledge here because I, you know me and us getting in anything. It's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. My wife is already going to be fired up at me. So I had a couple buddies at work throw out the idea of getting together and playing magic. Dude, 
and the best I said, game ever made. I said, tell me about it. How do you guys play? What's the deal? I never really played it. Let me know. So they start going in uh, and tell me. They play, um, I guess there's different versions you can play. So they play Commander. I was telling you about that, remember? Yeah, so it's different than like the standard version, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So they're telling me all this stuff. And it's With not, the you can, big card. You can play up to four players instead of just two. And um, I'll tell you what, man, it sounds Dude, super fun. I was get at the, into it, bro. <laughs> I was at my local shop today, a comic shop, just looking at books. And then they, they sell magic cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they have um, get it. they have sets there. And it's crazy. So today um, I'm actually I'm pretty sure it was today. The newest magic set. It's Lord of the Rings themed. Yes, I know. I keep seeing the videos for it because I follow magic on Instagram. Oh, dude, and get into it, bro. So I um, the dude that was working at the shop, I was like, dude, like run through a, a quick rundown of magic for me. Like, how do you play? What, what what do I need to spend to get into it? Show me around here. And so he dove into everything and he plays like commander mo- most of the time. So all these new commander sets, Lord of the Rings look rad. And so he was showing me which one to get. It's like 70 bucks for a whole set, but it's a hundred cards. <clears throat> and, <laughs> and so here I am, dude, about to throw down 70 bucks, bro, just to get into it. And I don't even know what I'm doing. Do it. And then he's like, dude, you can buy this card. And, you, you know, he, he was telling like me. Like if you have d- buddies that play. And you can go play with them, dude. It's like the most, it'll be one of the, it'll go down in history for you. It's one of yeah. the funnest nights, bro. I swear. It'll be like one of the, what are those called? Like, uh, what are those memories called? Like when, when you make those like core memories, core that's memory. what it'll be. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm telling you, it's literally one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I'm not kidding, dude. Because I remember, yeah, you were way into it for a while. I had a magic I, shop. Yeah, when I left California, when, when, yeah, when I left being a roommate, you got way into magic. And uh, yeah, you ran a shop and everything. Um, if I lived out there, I'd be dropping that money quick. It, and it looked cool, man. So I've been watching videos about it. Of course, I've been, <laughs> you're watching videos about it. I've been YouTubing how to play Commander. I even downloaded. Oh my gosh, I downloaded dude. the game on my phone, dude. I'm in it to win it. So I left the comic shop. I didn't buy it, and I I text my wife. I I got home and, and um I text my wife, and I'm like, how mad would you be if I threw down seventy bucks at the comic shop? And the funny thing is my son was with me, right? And he is always wants all kinds of like just random stuff in there, you know, that they have. And so her response was great. Like, what does my son want now? And I You're was like, her second son. Yeah, I said, not your son, your <laughs> husband. <laughs> and she was just like, you better not do it. And uh, so I, I didn't do it. But um, man, it's tempting. I'm telling you, dude, like even if you should just ask him like, hey, can I just play with you one night? Do you have an extra deck? Like, yeah. don't get your own deck. Just see if they have one you can play with. Yeah, I will say, dude, I like downloading the app since I was it was all like I didn't have anybody to walk me through. It was just like the computer um, was pretty confusing, I will say. But then I watched a video today on YouTube and it kind of cleared it up a little for me on how to play like land pieces and your what is it? Your creature? creature okay yeah and so um pretty neat though yeah dude oh it's such a good game and like how to, how to activate your creature you got to have a certain amount of like land cards and they got to be a certain style whatever it says on the card 
Dude, so they have a magic online thing, but it's a totally separate like ecosystem economy sort of deal. And uh, so all the cards you buy on there stay there. And like, I was so into it. I remember all the money I told you I was dropping just on cards. Yeah. Well, I was buying them again to play to have them the digitally? online. Yes. Bro, do you still have them? And You're I was like logging? I, I can't even remember it now, but I'm sure I do. If I just hit forgot password or something, but you can't play it on a Mac. That's why I gave up on it. But dude, I was playing that all night, every night against randos, joining tourneys and doing you were uh, crushing drafts. It. Dude, it's the best game ever. Not kidding. Well, like how long does a round like a match last? It like, depends on like if your deck sucks compared to your buddies, he could beat you in like less. He could beat you in like five minutes. If mm-hmm. you're a competitive decks, you could go for, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour, sometimes more, maybe depending. Hmm. Probably not. But and so do you like because I know commander, you have 100 cards, no duplicates besides I think you can have land duplicates. So do you shuffle your deck before you start and then you just like start pulling cards and you can get random yeah, stuff? Huh? At least in the north. I don't I haven't played Commander that much, but in like the standard for you know, you draw seven cards and then every turn you draw a new card sort of deal. Do you, does your opponent see what cards you have in your hand or you kind of just and then how many can you lay down? You can lay down a land card and a one creature card. No, you can lay down a land card and you can play as many creature cards as your land will allow you to drop. And then your creature cards, those do damage to your opponent or what? Yeah, or he can block them with his creatures, and then your damage would be applied to the creature who's blocking it. Mm, interesting. How many? So what's your, like, health? Uh, 20. 20? Dang. It sounds fun, dude. <laughs> it's so fun, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if I should... I can't wait for you to get into it, because then we'll start the magic layer. <laughs> Dude, we're going to have every layer. I was thinking, too, like, you could get into it and we could just, uh, you know, play over FaceTime. That's true. You could do it that way, too, yeah. I'd have to zoom in on the cards, though. Yeah, yeah. So fun, man. So fun. Anyways. I hope you do it. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to have a, my wife fired up at me for another hobby I'm going to get into. Yeah. you. The dude at the you, shop, you, he was he was telling me, he's like, he's been playing for, like, three years. And he said now that, like, took over all of his hobbies and it's his main hobby now is playing magic well i mean if you're dropping money on your other hobbies you can't have that you can't have magic in another one because that it's so expensive to get those cards but i mean i had a i had a workaround with me and my buddies (laughs) eventually yeah so the thing about commander he was telling me which sounded cool is like you can buy a deck and it's will be good forever where like the the og whatever the standard gameplay is like cards fade in and out yeah they phase in and out so you you always are having to buy cards where commander it you you don't have to worry about that like you can buy a deck and in five years you can still play with the same deck i think that's mostly true i think some cards do become illegal but i don't know if command if that's true in commander or not but even it, no one's tuning in for this, but uh, even <laughs> even like their standard, which is like the newest set and the new and the expansion. But then there's also like legacy and all these other ones where you can play with your older cards still. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, looking at the cards that you can buy and all the different like booster packs, bro, I was uh, lit up. I, I was confused. I was lost. I'll tell you that. Anyways, 
Let's get into some comic books in the comic book layer. <laughs> Let's do it, man. What did you, you get think? into this week? I got into a couple, man, a couple really good ones. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say we're in a funk, but I've gotten to two books that I really, really enjoyed and um, kind of stoked to talk about them. I hope I know you read one of them, but uh, there's another one that I, I think you will enjoy reading. Um, you want me to talk about mine first or what do you want to yeah, do? Go ahead, buddy. Dude, I read uh, Junkyard Joe volume one. I think the trade just came out. I think this week, I want to say. I'm not 100% sure, though. I think you're right. But it's um, volume one, six issues from Image from Jeff Johns is the writer and artist Gary Frank and um, colorist Brad Anderson and letterer is Rob Lee, I want to say. Hmm. Pretty simple names to pronounce. I think yeah, I got them you all. you got lucky. But dude, so it's rad. So it follows this dude. Um, I think it's like, it, when, when was Vietnam? Like in the 70s? I think it was in the 70s, 60s, 70s. I'm not a history buff, but I'm pretty sure it was around that time. I have no idea. Let's don't ask, say, <laughs> don't ask me that question. Let's just say Vietnam. And so your your main character is this dude. He kind of he likes to like uh draw and everything. And he he's on he's with this platoon and um he's just waiting to go home. Like he's been there for a while and he's just like, dude, I can't wait to get home. You know, I got my fiance waiting back at home and um just can't wait to get out of here. Well, they have to go on this. I don't know if it's their last mission, but they have to go on this crazy mission. Like the sergeant comes in all fired up and he's like, get ready for, you know, how a typical like military dude is. And so they're getting ready for this mission. And then this new guy shows up and he like, doesn't really talk. He doesn't, you know, he's super quiet. And everybody thinks it's just because it's his first time in Vietnam, you know, like at, like he's there, like in the mid, in the thick of war, you know? So he's all scared. They think, so they go out and they're on this mission. It's like, I don't know. It's one they're not going to be back in like one day. They're out there in the in the jungle, and um, they get ambushed. Right, and this dude uh, who they just call Joe, they don't even know who he is, um, like saves them, and he he like jumps on this grenade. He like blows up. Well, then they find out he's a robot, and they're like, "Dude, like, where did you come from? Who sent you?" And of course, he doesn't talk. He doesn't say anything. And they're kind of freaked out, but since they're on their mission, they can't just turn back and, you know, go back to the base or like, Hey, let's just finish our mission. He saved us. Um, so he's one of us. He's on our side. Let's just, um, finish the mission. So long story short, at the end of the mission, they get ambushed again. All the dudes die besides one, this robot guy's trying to save them. Uh, he saves the last guy and then he just goes berserk dude and starts just killing all these guys. Well, then he accidentally kills like an innocent bystander and then he shuts himself off. And, um, the dude who survived, he's like, go ahead. Why did he shut himself off? Because he was mad about like what yeah, he, he has he had like, become? he, he, it, it looks like he's able to like have feelings for a robot. And so he saw that he accidentally killed a, just a bystander and it like just from the looks of it, like he was devastated. So he literally powered down mm. and it like, it kind of um, flashed to a scene of like people like in a control room and they're like trying to talk to it. Like, dude, like you got to keep going. And they're like, well, he shut himself down. He deactivated himself. <laughs> and so now you get this soldier, he goes back to like medical cause he's all, you know, barely survived. And he starts talking about this robot and everybody's like, dude, there's no robot there. Like you're crazy. Like they're going to put you in the loony bin if you talk about you seeing a robot out there, right? So he gets out of the military. They send him back home. And in order, I think, to deal with all that, since he likes to draw, he created this like Sunday morning, like 
little comic strip in the new, in the local newspaper. And it was called junkyard Joe. And it was about this robot, um, soldier. Right. So he fast forward, live, he lives his life. He's like in his late, probably late eighties. He's retiring. All of a sudden dude, junkyard Joe shows back up at his house. Um, and it's wild, dude. I don't know how much you want me to, to, did they ever get into the, in the first volume, did they ever get to like, any sort of explanation for for Joe? No. So he shows back up and the main dude's like, dude, like, Joe, you are real. So I didn't just, you know, you weren't in my head. This is incredible. And he's still like, you get a sense of he can like, like he has emotions as a robot, right? Because he's helping this guy. He's like doing stuff around the house for him because he's old. And so he obviously just activated himself. He doesn't know why. He still doesn't know you know, where he came from. So he grabs his dog tag from him and there's like this symbol and he's like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I have a guy that I know that knows someone that works at the Pentagon. Let's go figure this out. So he's trying to figure this out. And in the meantime, these three dudes that are humans, but they have like a mask on or like a helmet that looks like Joe's helmet. And they're on the hunt for him and they're killing anybody in their way to find junkyard Joe. And so he's on a mission, our main character is on a mission to figure out where he came from, why is he coming back to his house. And, and he's an old dude? And he's old. Yeah, he's like in his 80s. And he, he doesn't understand why Joe's back. and Or even where he went, you know, um, nothing. So he's on a quest to do that while at the same time it's flashing back uh, or back and forth between these three dudes that are running through this guy's town looking for him. And then like... Um, our main character, he has some uh, people like a family that moved in next door to him who kind of discovered Joe as well. And so they're like now collateral damage. And Ooh. so Joe's trying to save them. And it also is like Joe, even though he's a robot, he like has PTSD almost. Huh. So like loud noises, like freak him out and like set him off and thinks he's going to get killed. And um, the art's incredible. Um, it's a fun story. I won't tell you how it ends. Um, and it sets it up for, for volume two. Um, cause the end is rad. You're like, dude, cause it, you don't, you still don't know like where he came from, why these guys were after him. Like it's still kind of vague, but, um, it was a cool story, man. It was something I needed. It was a good read. Um, art was, like I said, art was, I thought incredible. So you should check it out. What's the, what's Junkyard Joe look like again? I thought I saw a picture of him a long time ago. He's got like a, so he wears a mask over like a robot head. Yeah. So when you first meet him, he has like uh, synthetic skin all over him. So he looks like a human dude. And then once he gets in that fire, like he jumps on a, I think he jumps like on a grenade or something. He blows up and it takes all of his skin off. So Mm. then he just Uh, looks like a robot. Yeah. 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 And did they, no explanation for how he ended up showing up after this Uh -uh. after all that time? No. I just think he, like how I was telling you how he started feeling emotion, like when they were out in the jungle, like your main character, his nickname is Muddy. He like is the only one that's like talking to him. He's like, hey man, like I really appreciate you. Thanks. Do you want to come play cards with us? Do you want to, you know, hang out? So he's like building this relationship with them where all the other guys are like kind of freaked out by him. They're like, dude, this is a robot. This is weird. And so I think that had something to do with it. And, um, yeah, dude, he's just this advanced robot, man. He's 
it, it was fun, dude. It was a cool story. A super good read. I, I think anybody could pick this one up and, and jam it and be stoked about it. Heck yeah, buddy. So it was good fun. Find. I'm stoked. I, I, I'm, I don't know if there's um, anything in, in the works for, for volume two, but I would assume there would be because of the way it ended. Um, there's got to be uh, volume two. Let's see. It doesn't say anything. Yeah, I don't see anywhere that there's going to be, but it there could be. It, it was it was good though. I think you would enjoy it. You should check it out for sure. It might just be on like a little break because it, I think that if the trade just came out. Yeah, literally, I think the trade just came out like a week or two ago. Yeah, Junkyard Joe. But definitely well worth it, man. It was um, it was good. That's all I'm gonna say. Heck yeah, buddy. I'm just looking at. It's got some really cool covers here. Oh, yeah. Some of the covers were so good. Some really rad variant covers. Dude, speaking of covers real quick before I forget, today I was at my local shop and I was just browsing through uh, some old, com- some not old comics. It was still on the main wall, but you know, um, something epic. Yeah. Dude, I found cover one and it looked like, um, you know, the member of the old school Terminator uh Yes, yes. Posters with Arnold Schwarzenegger and he's yeah. like on a on his Harley. Dude, I seen the cover for that, that variant. Oh my gosh, I almost bought it. I could grab the Junkyard Joe trade paperback for eight bucks. Oh yeah, you would enjoy it. Well worth it. Adding it to the old. Add it to the cart. Adding it to the wish list so I can get paid. Dude, let's talk about one we both read. And um, I just picked this one up at a whim. I actually picked it up today when I was at the store. Um, for some reason, I thought TMNT Lost Years came out this week. Yeah. And so I went to go pick it up and they're like, no, that doesn't come out this week. And I was like, all right. The old source let us down again. Or I'm, I, I looked at it wrong or something. And so um, I was with my son, like I, like I said earlier. So we were just perusing around. And, um, I picked this book up from boom studios and it, it looked pretty neat. The cover just kind of got my attention. It's called wild's end. Dude, first it's of all, six, the, six issue run. First of all, your cover is way better than that cover a, but because I'm reading a digital and I can only get cover a mine's all right, but that cover almost looks like, uh, our boy could have done it. What's his name's, uh, Tyler crook. Oh, crook. It looks kind of like a Tyler Crook with the sepia yeah. tones. No, and... yeah, yeah. You are right with that color. Yeah, that color palette. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, written by Dan Abnett, illustrated and lettered by INJ Colbard. Is that right? Nailed it. It's just three initials and then Colbard. Yeah. Abnett and Colbard. I think you're right. Yeah. It's a little six issue series from Boom. And I just picked I guess this one they've up, done like some said. of these before. There's Have, like earlier ones. There's three volumes of this. Really? Yeah, in the like in uh in the same world, I think, but you don't have to ha- you don't have to have read those to be reading this, but it's in the same world. Interesting. I want to have to look in those cuz dude, this one I just, you know, thought the cover looked cool, picked it up. I loved it, man. What do you think? I loved it too. And um they're for free on Comicsology, the first three volumes. Really? Are they the same? What are they? Are they called Wild's same. End? Yeah interesting i'm gonna have to check them out because this one was super fun i loved it dude and uh i just picked it up because i saw you had picked it up and i wanted to be able to chat with you about something so i went into it blind not really knowing what to expect 
but it's just this really cool, like a bunch of anthropomorphic like animals. And I loved all the characters, especially the main sailor dog who's like memories of failing him. And he keeps calling everybody, (laughs) he keeps calling everybody by the wrong name or thinking that, oh, I forget his name. Brian's there, dude. So funny, man. Yeah. Something happened. I think Brian is his, I want to say his son that died in a war. And so his, his, um, his son's wife works on the ship now, but he's always calling people Brian. It looks like he's maybe having some Alzheimer's or he's getting real old. Mm-hmm. Um, but the characters, dude, all the characters were super cool, man. The the two uh, cats. Yeah. They so were hysterical, funny, dude. dude. Finishing each other's sentences and they're like the same half color, but just flipped around. Yeah. And uh, I really liked the whole setup here. So they're going out to go fishing uh, for their town. And uh, one of the people that they bring on board is this like kind of um, rough around the edges. This seems seems like maybe a teenager or something. Yeah, I so I'm pretty sure it's our main character's like grandson. Yeah, and uh, so and I like and he's that. like a trouble. He's a troublemaker. Yeah, troublemaker. And I and I like that. And I like the whole characteristics of that. There is something compelling about that storyline about somebody who's a little rough around the edges getting thrown into a uh, shipping crew. And just kind of getting those rough edges kind of like flattened out a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. you're stuck with those people. Like, and so I like hard it. work, you know? Yeah. That's like you're you're there, you're, the, you're, you're working, or you're getting the boot. I'm sure, you know, they already don't like him anyways. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because while they're out there, they're, you know, they're trying to catch fish for the town and nothing's biting. And they're like, dude, there's no fish anywhere. And then it, they keep seeing these things like uh, falling stars, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they stay out there for a couple more days. Everything on the boat's going haywire. Like, the radio's not working. Nothing. They're not catching anything. Yeah. And uh, so they decide to go back to town. And when they get there, man, it's empty. And it's that's wild because right before that, they were telling a story to the new dude, uh, the, the teenager guy, about yeah. a boat where they found the boat and everything was there, but everybody was gone. Like everyone disappeared. Yeah. And uh, the badger guy was funny because he's just like, oh, they all went for a swim and uh, all that loss of weight on the boat made the boat pop up and then they couldn't get in the boat and they drowned. Yeah, they <laughs> drowned. Yeah. And I dude, I, so this I think is over in England or somewhere in Europe or something. So the way they write it too is like with that, accent and so when you're reading it like that's what you're reading in your mind and i thought they did that so good and so so it was a cool story man yeah and i don't want to ruin the ending here but when they get back to town you know something wild's going down and they find they're finding some clues about what's going going on yeah they're freaking out yeah and they decide to stick together based on the uh the old crew captain crew captain the old captain's saying like hey man we better stick together and find out what's going on before we go our own ways and it just ended with like uh i mean i gotta know what the heck's going on you know what i mean yeah dude one thing that i thought was cool so in the very beginning um when they're getting on like they're gonna go load on the boat there's like this um news reporter or uh, what would you call journalist yeah journalist yeah and um, he's trying to like, they're living a small like seaside town. So there's never big news going yeah, around. So yeah. like, he's just talking about like, give me the, like the news on the, on the newest lamppost <laughs> being installed, you know? Uh-huh. And so there's nothing like huge to write about, but it, what's cool. I don't know if you have this digitally, but at the end of this, there's like a newspaper 
Oh, I did have that, but I didn't read it. Yeah, it's like a two or two or three page like newspaper. They even have like a bunch of ads. Like it looks like a mm-hmm. legit real newspaper, like lost and found ad. There's like business ads. And so I haven't read through it yet. The print is kind of small, um, but I think I'm going to read through it because it looks really neat. And it looks like the way they designed it, it looks like yeah. an old, old school like newspaper. It's called the Goldstone Gazette. And uh, it just looks pretty cool. So I'm going to, I'm stoked to read through that. I'll probably do that sometime this week. Um, but it looks neat. I want to read the one about the shooting star. Looks like there's yeah. a news yep. report about that. Oh, and it talks about that, the teenager with the cherry bombs and beach fire. So we'll get to learn more about what's what he's been doing. Yeah. So I'm sure it'll just add to the story. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So pretty cool, man. Um, I like what they did here. I like, I, like you said, the characters, I thought all the characters were really well done. They all have like their own like personality. I found myself reading each one, like in a different voice in my head, just cause the way it was written and just, you can tell like the, like the, the personalities of the characters like really stood out. I thought, Oh dude, hundred percent. I love the badger. Oh yeah. He was rad dude. And I actually loved the, the, the dog, the, the, the lady whose husband died and was, and she's on the boat and she's saying like, she's, uh, oh, she's yeah, there yeah. because, you know, when the men went off to war, she took a job and she just never left. Yep. Yep. And, um, other than that, it was just a good read, dude. I was impressed with it. I was, um, yeah, kind of like, kind of like you went into it just kind of blind and, um, uh, I love it. So, and now you got me thinking, I want to read the old ones because, yeah. uh, if they're in the same world and they're fun, just like this, I'll be, that'd be cool. Did you get anything else at the shop today? No, that's it. Um, I wanted to buy a few other things, but I didn't. Um, you know me. I was looking at those cards. I was saving all my ducats to buy some magic cards. I just want you to get into Noctera. Oh, yeah. I still haven't read that. I'm, I'm two issues behind. I got to do it. I got to catch up. You're at the shop and you didn't even get it, Dad. I know. I, I, I seen them. I was going to buy. There was a bunch of stuff I wanted. Like I almost bought. I think there's two issues of something epic. And I remember you, uh, a lot of people talking about it. I think you and Ross in particular. Uh, so I almost bought those. And then my son wanted to buy a bunch of minifigs, the Legos. So I was like, come on, dude. Like he told me when we were going, like he always does. I'm just going to buy a book, Dad. Mm-hmm. bro he wanted a sonic funko pop he wanted lego figures i was like dude you gotta pick one bro <laughs> so um but that was it for me um i got in that trade and, and this single um issue but both of them were really really good what else what else did you get into i my friend will save the ones that i'm hoping we can chat about someday but i did get to read bad mother and it's uh who's that by but Chris, Krista, Krista Faust, Mike Diodato Jr. on art, and Lee, Lee Lowridge, Lowridge, Lowridge on uh, letters. Diodato, isn't that the guy uh, Ross likes his artwork, huh? Yeah, he's the one who's a little, like, um, a little realistic. I think you yeah, weren't yeah. thrilled with some of his stuff. I forget what he did that we just read that you were kind of hit and miss on it. I can't remember. Yeah. But this one was cool, man. It's about just like a kind of like a revenge like story about a mom who um, her daughter gets kidnapped and uh, she's just taking it upon herself to to find her, save her, rescue her. And uh, she does some wild stuff to get there and everything in between, dude. And uh, it was just fun, dude. But that's just I mean, there's not a lot to the story. It's just, you know, she's just a typical like everyday kind of mom. But then she's you know, she has to get into like 
vigilante mode and she takes out like i mean it's just really cool the way it ends it's cool it's just such a short read i don't know how to say much without spoiling it uh but the the artwork i did enjoy the paneling was great when when did it come out was it a while ago a while ago well away then my friend 2021 oh yeah i don't mind spoilers you know me i know but if anybody because i do think it's fun and i kind of already did spoil it but uh you know, it turns out that her daughter got involved with like um, a dude who was working for this lady who seems like she was trafficking girls and selling crystal meth. And uh, her boyfriend ended up stealing from her. And so she killed him. And uh, then she kidnapped the daughter and she was oh. going to put her into the like human trafficking stuff. And uh, but she's smart enough to like plant these clues for her mom and she put her phone somewhere her mom could find it. And her mom's like watching these videos, uh, putting the pieces together from like her social media stuff. And the paneling there was cool too. The way uh, they show kind of how she's like figuring it all out. I want to see if I can find it for you. So it's like this cool like trail of like social oh, that media is pretty posts. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool paneling. I like, like that. On the she's phone. in the ba- yeah, she's in the background. Yeah. That's pretty neat. And so she f- figures out what's going on, f- tracks down these mobsters. Like, I don't know if they're mobsters, just these criminals. And, uh, dude, she's just, like, got no fear, man. And it was just kind of fun and violent as could be, definitely. Um, but it ended up just being, a re- like, this was, like, a, a really good kind of one-day read again, good Sunday read. Uh, but I loved it, dude. Great artwork, good fun story. Um, yeah. Nice, dude. About what I got into this week. Picking up any new shows? You you watching any new shows since uh, Sweet Tooth left? No, I'm going to start watching that Secret Invasion. Oh, just came I out. saw that on Disney. I almost watched it today. I might watch yeah. it tomorrow because all I could do is rest my back and lay on the couch. Yeah, it's... um, I, don't, I haven't heard reviews on it because I want to go into it without having heard reviews, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but dude, really quick for this... Uh, bad mother this variant cover to kind of like drive home the fact that it's just like a typical everyday mom oh dude that is cool <laughs> kind of funny i just liked it man it was fun it read easy it was quick uh but yeah secret invasion uh that's really it that i can think of well i hope I you want to a... i want to go see flash i still want to see guardians yeah i think guardians comes out the video next month like dvd oh whatever. really yeah it's still sure. in the theaters out here i kind of want to see it in the theater before i can oh yeah for sure we'll see if i get a chance to do it well dude i hope you have a better week next week man you want to tell everybody kind of what we got going on for next week yeah the old comic book dad and the old kyle are old <laughs> and uh we've been we've been chopping the block here for more than a year and a half dude isn't that crazy we Just haven't missed a week. it and uh, I'm looking for a little week off, so we're going to take the week off, but we're not going to leave you hanging. Uh, I was over on the Pullbox Pals uh, a little while ago, so we're going to air that episode for everybody. It's a fun, fun time chatting with our pals over there. So if you haven't already heard it, it'll be a good chance to uh, check out me chatting with Monk and Mad from over at the Pullbox Pals. And uh, it was a cool, cool, fun chat. Yeah, and we got a much-deserved little break coming up. I got some... I'm going on vacation with the family. You need some time to just 
we just need some time. Oh, you know, yeah. we've been doing this weekly for over a year and a half. I don't think we've ever missed a weekend. Like, Not a weekend, dude. We this will be our first time, like t- being like, "Hey, we're taking an official like break for the for the week." So, yeah. um, yeah. So a little something a little different, but um, like Kyle said, we got a cool episode to air. Um, yeah, I think people will enjoy it. Yeah. And it's not like uh, I'm still going to be reading. I still got a good list of stuff coming out next week that I'm excited for. Um, Riddler, yeah. dude. Riddler year one, number five. Stoked that, about that. Does that wrap up his first uh, I think arc? so. I think so. We got Vanish 8, which this arc has been great, so I can't wait to keep up with that. Uh, Lost Years, number four, TMNT. I'm not so excited. I Like I told you last week, dude, I forgot that this was a thing. Is it four or five? Four. Four? Okay. And then we got Local Man 5, which I'm stoked about, man. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Uh, a lot of Turtle stuff. We got the TMNT uh, Usagi number four coming out. Stoked for that. Uh, the TMNT Saturday Morning Adventures number two. And uh, Indigo Children number four. So stoked about that. But do you want to tell everybody what we're, what we're going to be doing in two weeks? Hey, in two for weeks. For a B-O-Dub? Yeah, yeah. In two weeks, we're going to be uh, diving into... Uh, a f- Dude, you know me. I love Westerns. I'm just going to yeah. say that right up front. But we're going to be diving into Pulp. Dude, um, I'm stoked, man. I think it was uh, came out in 2020, maybe, I want to say. That sounds 2020, right. 2021, I can't remember. But yeah. um, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, I love that team. Um, I love Westerns and, um, looking forward to this one. I will say. Yeah. Me too, man. Uh, I've heard great things. So it'll be fun to dive into that, that creative team and see what they've got going on. See if, uh, Brubaker can live up to Friday. Cause we love Friday so much. So I'm curious oh, to yeah. see if it's a, cause what did you honestly think about killer be killed? Oh, I like killer be. I only read the volume one. So I, I think it was four volumes, three volumes. Yeah, four volumes. But volume one was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, me too. And um, now they switch, though. They don't do like uh, comic books anymore. They just do graphic novels. So kind of interesting move on their part. I mean, they're still comics, but they're not doing monthlies. You mean um, Ed? Yeah, Brubaker and Phillips. They, all their stuff is just uh, graphic novels now. Oh, interesting. See, I didn't even know that. You're the man. You've got all kinds of wisdom in your brain. It's all locked away in there somewhere. What was your favorite Brubaker thing that they've done? I haven't read a lot. I've only read Kill or Be Killed, and then I've read Friday. So I'm kind of excited to jump into Pulp because um, I haven't jumped into a lot of Brubaker Phillips stuff. Bro, I wanted to, I've always wanted to read like the, the Reckless series. Yeah, me too. I've Never heard done stuff it. about that. Yeah, I heard it looks super rad. So I'm really stoked for the one that's coming out next of theirs, where the where the body was at or where's the where the body was found. Something along those lines. It just where the body was. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can get into that for a future B.O.W. as well. That doesn't come out until December, I think. Yeah. But yeah, that looks pretty rad. Anyway, buddy. Just a fun team. So that should be cool to jump into. Looking forward to that for sure in two weeks. Yeah, man. Me too. Uh, how can people keep up with, uh, well, Hey, before we do that, why don't I tell everybody to go check out coffee and a comic.com for anything you're looking for on these new releases. Uh, Frank's a rad dude. Good shop. Enter our coupon code at checkout the comic book layer in all caps, save yourself 15% off, uh, win, win. 
because you get awesome comic book stickers and coffee in the mail and you're supporting a rad dude. Uh, follow him over on Instagram too. He's always got cool stuff going on. Join his channel or subscribe to it so you can get first dibs on some of the cool stuff he's got going on. Uh, yeah, Frank's rad. Check him out. Uh, anyways, definitely um, subscribe to our show. Tell a friend. We love to meet new people. Uh, head on over to our Instagram, the comic book layer. See what we've got going on, what we're reading, what's coming up. And then uh, follow our link tree and go hit up our Discord. Uh, join it. And um, yeah, we'd love to meet you there. Tell us what you're reading, what you're watching. Uh, give us some recommendations. Send them our way. We love to hear them. We love to read them. And uh, I hope you get so much needed rest, buddy. Thanks, man. I hope you have fun on your vacay. Thank you, sir. Anyways, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.